Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. Will a cup of tea make you younger? Ha, that's one of the stories in this week's You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast on Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you download us from. Thank you for doing it. Yes, it will. How about chocolate or multivitamin? And the effect on dementia. That is our Roizen rule for a younger you story of the week. And our longevity is the next disruptor story of the week. And we might as well put it as a celebrated story of the week too. Because that's a great news. Yes, unsupervised yoga improves short-term function in knee osteoarthritis. But it doesn't last 24 months. And it doesn't change pain. Sugar-sweetened drink intake and mortality from some cancers. Yeah, that's another story that we'll get to. And of course, we as usual are sponsored by Life's First Naturals, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S, and Colostrum One. Life's First Naturals and Colostrum One, bovine colostrum. You can go to their website, lifesfirstnaturals.com and see the benefits of bovine colostrum um, and Truebiotics. And they're two um, great, uh, if you will, probiotics as well as a prebiotic in Truebiotics. What's a prebiotic, you ask? That's something that is basically some fiber that helps the good bacteria grow. So you want a prebiotic with your probiotic and you want your probiotic bacteria to live through the, um, if you will, acidity of your stomach. So that is our sponsor, lifesfirstnaturals.com. Thank you again for doing that. Now, go to their website, by the way, is what I was thanking you for. Just go to their website so that they know someone cares about them. The stories today, the best story, that is the Roizen Rule for a Younger You and a, a, um, if you will, longevity is the next disruptor. It's a randomized crossover study of chocolate. Why do they use chocolate? Because it's got flavanols in it. And flavanols have been reported in a lot of studies to help brain health. And a multivitamin. We know a multivitamin, when taken for 20 years, decreases cardiovascular disease outcomes, adverse outcomes, and decreases cancer risk by 18, 25% and 18% respectively. But what does it do to brain functioning? Well, this was only a three-year study, and the cocoa didn't help, even though it was a lot of cocoa and a lot of flavonoids. But the multivitamin decreased dementia risk by the equivalent of 13% over those three years. Big, big result for just three years of data. So that's our longevity is the next disruptor. So what do we recommend? Talk to your physician and practitioner about whether you should be taking a multivitamin, multimineral, um, half in the morning, half in the evening, regularly. 
ADHD is a risk factor for cardiovascular disease. That's right. About If you have ADHD as a diagnosis, it about doubles your risk for cardiovascular disease. Metabolic surgery beats metabolic treatments for type 2 diabetes. That's right. Big surgery, which is bariatric surgery, was actually really beneficial. Um, Diabetes remission was achieved in 37% versus 2.6%. And after surgery, there were bigger reductions in hemoglobin A1C, fasting plasma glucose, and body mass index compared to lifestyle intervention alone. Um, that is our Automega story of the week. And um, the next story is one that um, we started off with. Four cups of tea decreases cardiovascular risk and risk of developing di- of type 2 diabetes by about 17%. 57, 5,200 adults, that's 5,200 adults, um, average age of 42, recruited in 1997, followed for 12 years in the China Health and Nutrition Survey. 46% drank tea, and those that, and, and by the way, 10% developed uh, type 2 diabetes, about the same percent in America over that period of time at that age, and um, the people who drank four cups of tea, lower risk. Unsupervised yoga, did it help? It didn't help knee pain. It modestly improved physical functioning, but it didn't last. Um, You need maybe some supervised yoga. Um, The next story is on sugar-sweetened drink intake is linked to mortality from some cancers. I guess this is the Automega story of the week. But in fact, they looked at a million people, 934,000 who were cancer-free at the start of the study. They followed them for 34 years in the American Cancer Society study started in Atlanta. They only did... um, Sugar soft, soft drinks, um, I, as I understand it, twice in this period. So a lot of problems with that. And they, it did increase the risk from a couple colorectal and kidney cancers. But in general, um, it, it wasn't as bad as one might think. Um, and only about a 15% increase of those two cancers. Why? I think it's only because they did the um, sampling of diet not very often. So it may be that some people who weren't drinking sugar-sweetened beverages started and vice versa. Maybe a lot of problems with the data We'd love the data to be perspective in the fact of randomly allocating the um, data for one group or another. Um, As you might expect, the history of eviction is linked to adverse childhood development. 
Um, we need to do something about poverty in the United States. Um, and the next story is the other big story I want to get to this week, which is a safer opioid supply program can cut adverse clinical outcomes and health costs. The, this is Opiate Use Disorder, OUD, and Safer Opiate Supply, SOS. The SOS program, Safer Opiate Supply, is this was done in Canada, and it was done between January 2016 and March 2019, matched individuals exposed and not exposed to the Safer Opiate Supply study. Um, the rates of emergency department visits were much less in the SOS, 14% less. The rate of hospital admissions was 5% less. The cost for caring for the patients was uh, about in half. And um, more people lived. Now, the problem is did the permission to use drugs stop the poisoning? Yes, it seems to have decreased that, and it decreased both hospital visits and hospital admissions and costs. But did it help people perform better? Did it make them happier? Did it make them um, more vital to society? We don't have data on that, um, but it did decrease uh, both costs and hospitalization, so presumably it did. The last story, another Automega story, diets haven't improved much worldwide, and the U.S. is right near the bottom. And a 0 to 100 score, the overall world dietary score is 40.3 up from uh, 38.8, so it's up 1.5% uh, over the last 30 years. Um, and averages are worse in Latin America and the Caribbean and best in South Asia. On the other hand, um, the U.S., where is it? In the, of the... Uh, 185 countries, um, the U.S., <laughs> you don't want to know how bad we are. We're uh, the United States, the lowest scoring countries were Brazil, Mexico, the United States, and Egypt. We are one from the bottom, and that changes everything in health. Um, so, major stories of the week, yes. Multivitamin does decrease dementia risk as well as cancer and cardiovascular disease when taken consistently for long periods of time. Um, metabolic surgery, better for reversing diabetes than is lifestyle. Um, and um, cup of tea might lower your odds for diabetes. And I suppose the, the other major story is we still don't know what is most useful for preventing opioid addiction. 
we know that the safer opioid supply helps cut down on hospital admissions, cuts down on um, visits to the hospital, cuts down on costs. We don't know if it stops further people from getting addicted, um, and we don't know if it decreased death rates. At least it didn't in this study from Canada. Um, and the last story is diets are still lousy in the world and much worse. We're one of the five worst out of 185 countries from a diet score in America. This, you know, that's pretty discouraging other than uh, for those of us who've been preaching only eat what you love and loves you back. At least we get to some people such as the really smart people, and that's who we have as listeners to this podcast. Thanks very much for listening. By the way, last week's, um, if you will, uh, podcast is on a great aging, zestful aging, and eating disorders in the elderly. If you've got a relative who's an elderly, or if you are, you want to hear this. And the week before, 115B, is Michael Swore. He talks about cancer and cancer risks, especially in ovarian cancer. And uh, the week before that, 114B, Colin O'Brady gave just a magnificent talk about a 12-hour walk and why it will change your life, the 12-hour walk. This has been Dr. Mike Royson, sponsored, as usual, on You, the Owner's Manual radio podcast by lifesfirstnaturals.com, the makers of both True Biotics and Bovine Colostrum. You can see the data on that website, Life's First Naturals, for how good these products are in randomized controlled trials, decreasing the risk of upper respiratory infections, decreasing uh, gut bloating, and decreasing the biology. When you look at the gut lining in animals in randomized studies, the gut of the, pers of the animal treated with bovine colostrum is near normal as opposed to the gut of those who just get the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, which really shorten the villi and make bloating and gut leakage much more likely. Thanks very much for listening. Caitlin, thank you for engineering. We'll be back next week. This has been 117A of You, the Owner's Manual podcast. Remember what I said, 116B, Dr. Swore and the, um, if you will, uh, I'm sorry, 116B is Zestful Aging um, with uh, not Dr. Swore. He's 115B and talks about ovarian cancer. Nicole Christina is the host of her podcast, Zestful Aging, who I'm lucky enough to have on in 116B and 114B. Colin O'Brien. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll be back next week. You can always send questions to info or questions at greatagereboot.com.
www.greatagereboot.com or just go to the website, greatagereboot.com and send and put your question in there, your comment in there. And do look at the app we have there on how to increase your longevity personalized to you in the Reboot Your Age app. Thanks again.